We three from GP, Brand Tuck, Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From Afros and Braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey, what's up, y'all? It is uh, GP3, man. We are back. We took a, uh, is it hiatus, a week off? Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or a holiday, whatever you want. A holiday. To Had to take that holiday, man. You know, I, I am refreshed, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I got some refreshment going on because I, you know, I've been at work for about uh, about a week. So um, that's good, man. That's good. Know, man. Well, I'm, you, a, I'm a little, I'm re- rejuvenated, man. Reinvigorated, man. Reinvigorated. Uh, reinvigorated. We'll man. see how much when we start talking about yeah, current yeah, events. Yeah, current <laughs> events and that type of stuff, man. But you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back. You know. Yeah. Um, Missed, missed, you know, hanging out with you fellas and yeah. missed oh, talking yeah. to our listeners out there. I mean, I hope they, uh, yeah. hope they missed us. We have to reach back out to them, man. We have to send some stuff out, let them know we're back and all that good yeah. stuff. Now, Tut, Tut is traveling, I think, this week. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think, again, I think um, Tut is, uh, he needs to have his own travel show, man. Yes, he does, man. I'm, I'm getting him. I'm, I intend, I, I actually intended on sending him the mobile mic. And I forgot to actually go on Amazon and send it, so I'm, I'm gonna hit him up with that. So you hear me, Tut? That's my uh, commitment to send you a mic, so when you're out and about, you can. Does he have Wi-Fi at the house, man? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's you know he's good. still giving you grief on Netflix. Yeah, man. no, that, that's true. <laughs> that's right. Hey, so it is uh, episode twenty, man. Uh, round twenty. Vent. We've done it. Twenty. Vent. Um, that's and right. We kicked this thing off uh, twenty weeks ago. Is it no 20, 21 weeks ago and we just skipped a week because uh, twenty one weeks it might have been twenty one but we but this, this is episode been, this episode twenty I yeah this count. is our episode yeah, 20, twenty but we kicked it off twenty one weeks ago in August in August and uh, we're still rolling with it man and uh, it's interesting because uh, you know we're heading into the first of the year and you and I were sitting down here um, just kind of talking about stuff and and this is what what day is this the twenty uh, sixth. Day, day after Christmas. Day after Christmas. And we lost another celebrity. I know. Can you? And you know, the, the thing is, with some of the other celebrities, yeah, um, they were older. Yeah. You know, like when Mrs. Brady died and Doctor Bombay died. Yeah. You know, they were adults when I were when I was a kid. Yeah. But George Michael, man. Yeah. I mean, put he, a little bit of that in. The I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I felt I grew up with him. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. were MTV. Yeah, we. You know, yeah. I, I can remember when he when he left Wham and did you know that Faith album, man. And yeah. I yeah. mean, that was so controversial. Remember that song he did, "I Want Your Sex," and mm-hmm. how, how MTV um, they either had to ban the video or show the video late. Something happened. Yeah, or they had so many disclaimers associated with it, man. Yeah, different yeah. versions of the video that yeah. they had to show. Yeah. So, man. so you you tell me, man. Give me your thoughts, George Michael, for you. Um. You know, George Michaels, uh, for me, because I can yeah. remember when he came out, I was basically probably my junior, senior in college. Okay, okay. And then when he yep. he really blew up, right I think, there. maybe my first or second year out of college. Yep. Um, so, you know, I was a, I was that young yuppie. Yep. And, uh, oh, yeah. And he, he, he was yeah. the guy, man. But, you know, he was that he was that white guy that had a very soulful sound. Yep. And very he, much, yeah. And, you know, and th- it, when he went solo. 
yeah. uh, because his Wham days that was very. But that's bu- a song we ain't playing uh, like church organ. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's uh, faith. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah, but when he first came out, they were very bubblegum pop. Yeah, they were. Wake you know? me up before you go go. Uh, what was it? What was the I'm first? I'm your song? man. I'm your man. man. Yeah. Um, Everybody, the girls started buying the big white t-shirts with the big letters. Choose life. Choose life. Yeah, and all that yeah. Stuff on it. And at that same time, you remember Frankie Grows to Hollywood oh, was yeah. out at the same oh, time. Yeah. You the know. Brits, man. You yeah, can. that's what that British, you know, the British yeah. invasion. Um, yeah. You know, Thomas Dolby, all those cats were out at the same time. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing, um, you know, and I, I just happened to look at it this morning to see if um, if any comments had been made by Andrew Ridgely. You know, and I was about to mention him, man. You're talking about the you're talking about the the guy whose career yeah. uh, just went hiatus. Went hiatus, and but but he made a comment. Uh, he actually um, um, actually uh, responded to the death, and you know he said you know his his great friend, collaborator. You know he was saddened by the death him and, and his family because obviously they were close. They went to school together. Right. That's how they met. They met in school. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And uh, I think he called him Yog. Wild G is how they Well, you know, because yeah. he's really Greek. Yeah, he, he is. He's Greek. So yeah. I think his name is something like that. Yeah. So he called him Yog. He said, my good friend Yog. It was like the, the pet name, affectionate name that they called. He called him. That and, sounds um, kind of. Well, I mean, his know. nickname. Yeah. Well, his you nickname. Know. His nickname. What his boys call. Yeah. So it was cool, man. Um, but but George, man, and and that whole 80s vibe, uh, I clicked on, you know, you just go on and you click, you know, George Michael radio. And, well, hang on. You know, it, he, it'll associate all the artists that were from that generation, man. He was the... It he, was... He was the Justin of Timberlake yeah. of his era. I you mean, think so? Yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, when you think about it, there were not too many white sex symbols like George Michael. He was the blue-eyed soul James brother. Or I mean, kinda. yeah. I mean, other than Hall and Oates. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of funny though because Hall and Oates is kind of almost like Wham from the standpoint that they were the, the harder edge, right? Yeah. Because right. you know, yeah. uh, Darrell Hall was kind of like uh, George. Yeah. And Andrew was kind of like. Yeah. Uh, Laid Oats. back, yeah. never said anything. Right. Basically, yeah. as, as, as Oates said, I was the most glorified backup singer. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> never said, you didn't even know what he sounded yeah, like, but you knew Daryl Hall. Oh, right. And uh, he was more, and he get, uh, they probably did one album where they played with the androgyny on the on the front cover. Right. But these were two Philly boys, right. Hall and Oates. These were two UK, I guess, London boys. Right. Uh, with Wham. Who, who were very into R&B music, which you can tell was influenced by... But, it yeah. influenced his style later on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm telling you, man, Careless Whisper, which was Wham, Father Figure. Last, what, This Christmas? That yeah, song? that was that was a song they did back in 84, mm-hmm. 1984. I Want Your Sex, Father Figure. Yeah, Father Figure was uh, getting more into the mid-80s, 90s, mm-hmm. when he went solo. Right, I mean, I mean because... Good stuff, man. He was, like, big like Madonna. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing. Now, Madonna, he, he died at 53, uh, Madonna is 58. Right. So Madonna, Prince, and Michael Jackson. Well, Prince and Michael Jackson would have been 58 this year. You, which, you know, it's kind you know. of funny when you mention those names. If they were, if you had to say, yeah, of the music of the 80s, yeah, what's your Mount Rushmore? Yeah. You mean it'd be Madonna, Prince, and Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. I mean, I mean, you know, when you think about it, yeah, and, and you know, and you could debate that that last spot, yeah. But when you yeah. really think about 
acts from the 80s. Oh, the that, only other person you might want to put in there maybe would be Whitney. Whitney, If you, if you had true. to put one well, if you did, more. If you put Whitney in there, then you got three out of the four that's gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, 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 but I'm here to tell you, Madonna ain't going nowhere right now because she's so fit. She's still doing the shows. Still doing the shows. She, look, she looks like she in her 20s and 30s when she's uh, buff. I don't, I don't know. Not in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but her body, she's in such good shape. Right, right, you know she she can you do know, all those shows. She's gonna man. be like the Rolling Stones, man. She's gonna be two oh, until she's seventy, eighty years old, man. Mick, okay, think about okay. Here we go. Think about um, okay. George Michael did a duet with uh, Elton John. Wow, Elton's still alive, right? Um, now he did do a thing with Queen. Most of the members of Queen are still alive, with the exception Freddie, of Freddie. Freddie Mercury, right? Uh, he did something. I don't think he ever did anything with the Rolling Stones, but you consider the Rolling Stones are still I think alive. He did, I think he did something with Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. She's still alive. That's right. what I was going to say. Aretha. All these folks who were, I guess, these classic artists that did Legends. stuff with him have outlived him. Right. And that, that I thought that was pretty amazing. Right. But, man, I mean, when it makes you put the Stones even in more perspective about just their longevity. Because they done outlived some major artists. Oh, yeah. And and I don't want to put anything out there about... <laughs> but, I mean, I mean when, you get, when, you look, when you look at people like... I mean, groups it's that are... touring. I mean, there are a lot of groups from the 60s of that time period that are still touring, but not touring at the robust level these guys are at. And, and every these, time, guys are, these guys are selling right, out man. stadiums. I mean, the, the, the Beach Boys, they're still out there touring. Yeah. But they're not touring... Playing stadiums, I know where where they're selling concerts out in twenty minutes. Still the top grossing uh, artist, and whenever an artist dies, like uh, these young artists, or we we call them quote unquote young because they're you know still within our generation, fifty three a year older than we are. These guys are still being outlived by, or you know outlasted Rolling Stone. So you always go back and say, damn, you know Mick and. Right. What kind of deal did they make yeah. at the crossroads? I'm serious, man. I'm, I'm serious, man. They made look, a deal. Because when you look at Keith Richards, man, oh, you're like, dude, what drug dude. haven't you tried? That dude. And, and you know, George may have gone, you know, through the drugs and, and alcohol, but you look at the folks who are still around, you know, it's crazy, man. It's amazing. Right, right. It's amazing. Man. Right. And, and, and not only are they still around, these guys are so fit for their age. Yeah. I mean, hell, yeah. Mick just had another child. No. You serious? Yeah, it's like his eighth child or something like that. Wow. Man. You know, Mick is in the seventies, man. Yes, he is. I mean, closer to eighty. Yeah, he? yeah, he's closer to eighty. Let man. me Google that. Hang on. But what you got today, man? While I'm looking this up. Oh what, man, what, you what, know uh, what's going on on the on the landscape uh, for? Uh, yeah, we're gonna come back. You know, let, let's do this first. I'm, all right, I'm, like I'm a, David Boy was one. It was with Rolling Stones uh, Pierre. And, and we were looking at. We're looking at. Let's look at our list here. Gone but not forgotten, 2016. Uh, the manager, I don't know how, how big this would be to everybody, but back in January 2016, Stigwood died, who Robert Stigwood, BG's manager. Uh, Schroeder, was it Snyder from um, One Day, Day at a Time? time. 
You see anybody else? David Boy. David Boy, man. Uh, Alan Rickman. A lot yeah. of people remember him from um, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter and, and Die Hard. Hans Gruber. Uh, Glenn Fry from Glenn the Fry. This was in January. All, Abe Vigoda. Everybody thought he was dead anyway. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, then Maurice White in February. Yep, Maurice White in February. Who else is in You got Scalia. George Kennedy, famous line, uh, you know, the movie... Um, Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tony Burton, Apollo Creed's trainer. Yeah, that's true. He died. He was 78 back in March, February. In February. I mean, look at Nancy Reagan. Yeah. Sir George Martin. Oh, this is March. March. Yeah, March. Yeah. Nancy Reagan. Reagan, Sir George Martin. Yep. From the Beatles, uh, Mm -hmm. Frank Sinatra Jr., Larry Drake. Who was he? No, no, no. That's not the guy. Yes, it was from L.A. Law. Yeah, he played Benny. Yep. And uh, Fife Dog. Yeah, Five Dog died in March. Uh, Joe Gargiola. Yep. Ken Howard, the white shadow coach, if you remember wow. that. Yep, remember that. Gary Shannon. Yeah. Uh, uh, did Larry Sons. Patty Duke. Yeah. That was that was in March. Then April, you had Merle Haggard. Uh-huh. Your favorite, right? Yeah, Merle Haggard. Hey. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, but uh, uh, Prince. Prince. That was the big one that kind of said, damn, what's Billy Paul. Me and Mrs. Jones. I forgot all about Billy Paul. Died in April. Um, But that that April, man, was a tough month, man. Yeah. You know, Morley Safer from 60 Minutes. Yep. Alan Young, if you you guys remember Mr. Ed. Wilbur. That's right. That's Uh, right. June, Muhammad Ali. Gordy Howe, Mr. Hockey. Yep. You know, um, wow. Who else we got here? And, and Buddy, Buddy Ryan. Buddy Ryan from uh, Chicago. Uh, Pat Summit. Pat, Pat Summit from uh, the Tennessee Vols. Yeah. Women's coach. Mm-hmm. Then July here. Gary Marshall. Gary. Who's responsible for shows as Happy Days, Mark and Mindy, Laverne and Shirley. And um, yeah. uh, Marshall's sister. What's her name? Uh, Penny Marshall's brother. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. It's Penny yep. Marshall's I brother. forgot they were, they were brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah. And in August, you had... Uh, who else here? Um, Ricky, little Ricky died. Ricky Martin? No, 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 that ain't the one. That ain't the one. Dean Martin. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. No, no, Gene no. Wilder. Gene Wilder died in August. Okay. Uh, am I missing anybody? In August? Okay, back to September. We're going wrong. Bill Nunn. Bill Nunn. That's right. Uh, with, uh, now Bill Nunn was what? Um, Radio Raheem. Radio Raheem and Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. And Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer died in September. We miss anybody else up big that everybody would know? No. It's well, older guys. Okay. In October, Bobby V, the singer. Yeah. Uh, uh they're back in the day. Yeah. November. Janet Reno. Janet Reno. Uh, yeah. Leon Russell, who wrote um Song for You. Mm-hmm. This Masquerade. Gwen Ifill. Oh yeah, Gwen Ifill from uh-huh. uh PBS uh the the uh, debates in Washington mm-hmm. Week. Flores Henderson. Yep. Fidel Mama Castro. from uh Brady Bunch, right. Fidel, Ron Glass. Right. right, we spoke about him last time. Yep. Uh, oh, we forgot about Leonard and Grant Tinker too. Yeah. Forgot he. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. All those shows. CEO, uh, CEO of NBC. E- yeah, MT- ETM. Um, and then we look at. Oh, which one? Which, which one did you say we forgot? Said, uh, we forgot about Leonard Cohen. Who wrote That's Hall- right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Robert Vaughn. If you guys remember, Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle. Yep. De- December. Who are you looking at? Uh, John Glenn. Yep, John Glenn, uh, Alan Thicke. Hey, Bernard Fox, Dr. Bombay. Yep, Dr. Bombay, Zsa Zsa Gabor. Craig Sager just passed. I mean, just, wow, that was Craig a Sager. Yeah. Just, just, we didn't even, hadn't done our yeah, show. Right. And then you look at George Michael, the last one. That's crazy, man. That that I didn't count, man. But yeah. we, but we we probably rattled off over 
over 30 people, close to 30 people. Yeah. Easily. Easily. I mean, just big names in pop. But, right. But one way that um, it's been explained, um, because the baby boom generation was so big, and just like the millennial generation is about to take over, um, people, you know, you're starting to see that baby boom generation die off. So what we're seeing is kind of a result. We're seeing the tail end. Of we're seeing the tail, the tail end. Of it. The tail and end. It, it's cyclical. I mean, it. Right. Uh, you know, you can imagine probably back in the fifties. What was the generation before us? The, the Roaring twenties, the flappers, and that type of stuff was yeah, in the twenties. They had their generation that kind of the entertainers right. started to die off. As baby boomers, we're starting to see the folks who matter to us die off. Right. You know, right. so it's bigger. Plus, you know, I was thinking about this today, man. What's that? Um, the difference between our generation going forward, and and this is baby boom. Okay. I don't think there was a generation before ours that when you talk about outside of the silver screen, big screen, little screen, right? Um, our connection with artists, music artists, was so big in the eighties because of music video, right? And because of MTV. Well, so you, you gotta, we saw them a whole lot more well, you, than we saw them before. Well, you got to yeah. understand that our, a lot of our parents mm-hmm. were teenagers when rock and roll, at the infant stage of rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of us got indoctrinated to rock, roll, and, and R&B at a very younger age. Yeah. Then this element called MTV video came along. Yeah, but we didn't see yeah, them. Right. We didn't see them, but it brought us closer. To oh, me, yeah. It brought us closer. Because I, mean, I still can remember... Yeah. Um, you know, when Michael Jackson uh, did that uh, at the Motown 25, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I was in college. And yep. I, I, remember, I remember that came on a Monday night. Right. It was a special. It was in summer. It yep. was, I During was the summer. summer. And I can yep. remember, you know, we didn't have videos. We didn't yep. have DVRs. Yep. And yep. I can remember, like, it was an event. Yeah, it was. Everybody and, stopped and, what they were doing. And I can remember when I was in college, when Thriller, yep. when the Thriller video came out on October. Absolutely. You know. Yep. We Every were, video you know, was... An event. Right. It was an event. Even when you look at, you said Thriller, each video that released from Thriller, we kind of stopped what we or were doing. Or I can remember when. Um, remember the time, too. Even that. Yeah. yeah. Michael, uh, also, what was that other one? Um, yeah. Your Butt Is Mine. Uh, Bad. Bad. That video came I out, remember. Too. I yeah. remember when MTV would say world premiere. World Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but see, my, my thing about that is our generation started that where... The music artist, man, the high exposure. I don't know what it's going to be like with the millennial. Because with tweet, with tweets, social media, yeah, the people mu- are the music connected, vid- over connected. Right. The music yeah. video brought that barrier down. Yeah, it did. Because it, 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 we, we didn't see artists until they came to town. Pretty much to town. Or, or you remember the Midnight Special? Midnight Special. And uh, um, Casey Kasem did a countdown uh, that came on once a week. Casey Kasem did a countdown. Yeah. Rick Dees took it over. Yeah. Then I can remember uh, on, a, I think it was Saturday nights. I remember my senior year in high school mm-hmm. we used to have um, um, this show. Mm-hmm. I had a sister who would dance. She had a long ponytail. Okay. Um, and Soul Train. I don't know why I'm Yeah, I forgot about Soul Train and Bandstand. Yeah, bandstand Again, Soul Train. Um, you see them once a week. Um, man, I forgot the name of that show, man. It was a Now, day. what was it? it Not was Solid a, Gold, right? Solid Gold. Solid Gold. Go. You had uh, Marilyn McCool. And Billy, Billy Davis, right? Uh, then it got taken over by Dionne Warwick, right? For a minute, yeah. but but remember, yeah. up until that point, a lot of times the acts would be on somebody's special. Bob Hope would have a special yeah. or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. You or they show up on. Be on, Late da- night. be on the Down Ashore show, you know, something like that. Mike you know? Douglas? Yeah. But I'm you, old. 
Yeah, Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin. Yeah, 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 that type of stuff. You you didn't see him because I can remember it was a big thing when BET came along mm-hmm. and when Donnie Simpson oh, yes. or Sherry would have them, when they have him on the couch. Yep, that's it. You're like, oh my yeah. god! These but big- see now, man, think of the these guys. Pretty much are in people's pockets, literally. Oh, literally. literally. Like mobile in their phones. Oh yeah, literally. Like they can just pick up a phone, uh, go to that artist, uh, go to their site, and well, see yeah. real time what they're doing. Right, because back in the Tweet. day, studio, the record companies like the Motowns of the world, yeah, they filtered all that. Yeah, you're right. Now, yeah. now there's there's a direct dialogue between the fans. Yeah, and the and well, they don't control like well, that. Well, yeah. we we we're seeing it in politics right now. Yeah, with, with Trump, Trump and his tweeting, he's yeah. basi- he's basically said, yeah. I don't need. I don't need the media. Well, you know what? With that, let's let's pivot hard. Oh man, come on, <laughs> I'm man. sorry, man. man. Let's don't, let's... Just a little bit. Oh man, what do you think's going on, man? And I'm I'm gonna make an adjustment on the computer. Can I, what do you think right now? I know it's kind of been the holiday law, but you know there cannot well, be yeah. holiday without controversy. Well, and I'll yeah, address that when I get back. Okay. Go ahead. Um, you know, what's interesting about Trump is you know his whole candidacy is about breaking the rules going against convention and um typically in our political system we have one president at a time okay um there's something called the logan act which basically means is that a president-elect cannot interfere with the government okay okay Okay. uh he cannot dictate policy he Mm -hmm. cannot state policy he has to wait till uh january 20th at 12:01 p.m. Yeah, yeah. To assume the thing. So Trump, so Trump right now has basically ignored a lot of that. Yeah. You know, he's telling Obama about what he should do when it comes to Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's he's already um, having conversations with uh, world leaders without going through the State Department, anything like that. Yep. And so what I think right now, he's playing a very dangerous game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because this is a very high stakes world now. You yeah, know, many uh, nuances in your language and your actions mm-hmm. can result in uh, something catastrophe. Yeah. I mean, for example, this whole nuclear thing. Yeah, it's I crazy. Mean, you those know, comments, man. The, the, those, those comments are, are and, and you know what? Do, what do are you, irresponsible. What, what did you and and I can kind of sum up what he said, but it was basically the race, almost like the race is on. Right, or, the race is on, and and you know he had his woman on TV, Conway. She was trying to. Uh, put a spin on it. The but, president whisperer. Yeah. yeah, the president whisperer. That's a whole other issue right there, too. Man. You know, I, I'm just going to be honest to you. Man. I'm going to be honest. I mean, what? what? I, I, I sent it to you, man. I mean, Jesus. you got to look at the SNL. Jesus. You got to look at that SNL skit to understand what who she, she is, What does she have, man? She got some damn treats in her pocket or something like that, yeah, man? If you act nice, Donald, I'll give, I, I give you, you know, a man. Reese's Pieces or something. You know, man. I mean, I, come on. But yeah, but no, but, 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 back, but back, I mean, this whole thing of... Yeah. It, I believe right now he is such a pawn in this thing. I don't even think yeah. he understands what's going on. Yeah. And he has a, a, um, a, a as they call it, the, the, his, his, the cabinet, the cabinet of bigotry. Mm-hmm. That's what his cabinet is being called. Wow. Uh, they calling it that? Yeah, that's what people call. Wow. They have so many wacko jobs in that, in that cabinet in yeah. terms of extreme positions. Yeah. I don't know if he is truly in control yeah. Uh, yeah. between 
I didn't understand. I didn't realize how Putin was a former KGB big time guy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's like being the head of the CIA. So this guy yeah. knows all these psychological games mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I see that. That's why it's interesting, man, because Bush kind of saw the game firsthand. Remember, he said, I looked into Putin's eyes. He made that comment when he first met him. Mm-hmm. And he could only see, you know, he made it look like, hey, this guy's okay. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be all right. That changed with Bush. I mean, right. he immediately, when they engaged, saw, okay, this is what's really going on. Right. And and the thing about, and you know, you, you never know, man, and I'm not going to speculate, but I will say the fact that you have addressed the, his background in that way leads me to believe he just knows how to play the game to get what he wants. And we'll see what, you know, we'll see what's, what's real because um, the other thing is, um, you know, he did indicate, Putin indicated that um, if Trump invites him to the U.S., he will come. Now, this will be the first time in a long time that anyone has invited uh, a, a Russian president to the U.S. since, maybe since Gorbachev, Gorbachev, yeah, Gorbachev. Um, and and the Reagan Gorbachev uh, bromance that was going on. So um, I don't know, man. I I you know everything that's going on right now um, is scary. I ain't gonna lie to you. It, 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 it's kind. Of, I mean, not in a you know. I don't you know. But but, but what I see is I think I, we got to handle stuff locally. Yeah, I mean, I like what this guy know. said the other day on um, MSNBC. This senator from. Um, Oregon, he says we got a president got the mentality of a ten year old. Yeah, and uh, well, you know the attacks. But let me let me but, say, but but, but, but where, I'm, where I'm going with this is yeah, that at, at some point, you know, he needs to let his ego go. Yeah, and say, you know what, let's sit tight because in twenty days, mm-hmm. I'm going to have more than I can handle. Yeah, yeah. And so let me let me sit tight right now. Yeah, and read the tea leaves, mm-hmm. figure out what's going to be my plan. Because right now, Russia's already started the chess game. Yeah, they have. The board, the board is being set. And China, too. Right. So they, they're being set right yeah. now. Now, wait till you get in the office. Because right now, you, you are a private citizen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no accountability. Yeah. But once you get into the office, yeah. what was, you know, like in boxing, you can talk as much trash as you want to at the press conference. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you got to fight to fight. But you know, there ain't been a press conference in 156 right, days. Right, right. But you know, but as, as the as, tweet conference. But, as, as, but see, but that's a, that's a, like Joe Lewis said: you can run, but you can't hide in the ring. Yeah. So once he becomes president, yeah, he's got to get into the arena now. Yeah. You know, all, all the press conference saying, I'm going to kick your butt, I'm going to do all this, yeah. that's over. That's going to be over very I, I, I don't anticipate a whole lot of Rose, God, Rose Garden. Action. Uh, I don't anticipate what's the uh, the place, the rotunda where they, you know, bring everything up where the president mm-hmm. meets. I don't anticipate a lot of the traditional uh, the in- traditional environments that people would see. I, tr- I, I anticipate Trump Tower and Malago. Oh, yeah. Malago Mar- Malago is going to be the White House of the South. Yeah. But I don't anticipate the White House being used by him as much as his people. I think um, you might see Kellyanne and and all the uh, spokespeople, but 
you know, Trump's going to be a moving target. Well, I don't say moving target, but he's going to be moving a lot. He, I don't see him in the traditional role like people living in the White House. I don't see that. No, no, I don't. It's going to be symbolic. Well, uh, yeah, but 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 what uh, to me that's that really doesn't mean much to me right there. I just think what's what's more important to me is how is he going to start managing these big boy conversations now. Well, you know, we'll see. I mean, that's that's going to be the challenge. You're right. right. I mean, we but we won't see until it's time to see. And right. then even when it's time to see, what I'm saying to you is. I don't even know if we'll see. Well, that. you know, it's interesting. I was I was reading an article. Um, you know, you remember he did his victory lap over the three hundred jobs he saved to carry him. Right. Um, so you know, um, GM has announced they're about to lay some people off. Hmm. And um and so some of the jobs, some of the jobs might go to Mexico, but for the most part, it's about soft consumer demand. Okay. That means people ain't buying trucks. Yeah. They're back. Well, it might be backing down a little bit. Yeah. From, they got a yeah. lot of inventory, right? Right. They've already said in so many words, don't don't play that game. Don't call us up. Really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they basically said, don't. This is business right here. Okay. You know this, yeah. and and you know, and and they've kind of I've read that they've they and some other corporations have kind of shot back some words to him and said like, look, you can do this terror thing all you want to, mm-hmm. uh, but really think about it. Well, you know, the other thing is, a lot of this is automation as well. Right. right. Not to, not to say that GM is a big part of it. But a lot of these companies, it's technology, man, Techno- the technology, technology is, really take over. Is, is making the production process more efficient. Yeah. And unfortunately, what that means is that means people will lose their jobs. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, these companies have one goal mm-hmm. that is to make money. That's true. Their goal yeah. is not to maintain the employment rate of this country. So it's going to come down to. Basically, if they're going to create some stuff, they're going to have to create through infrastructure improvement. Right. A lot of these big plans right. that create well, you know, that's, opportunities. That, that's what FDR did when he when he took yeah. over, man. I mean, you got you, the great deal. or Yeah. 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 That's what it was. Yeah. He came in and built roads. You got you to get people. Get people back to work. But what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to find opportunities where there is labor intensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True enough. Well, here, here's my thing, man. And. and Ultimately, uh, Michelle Obama made a pretty good point. Um, They're going to take the high road, which I think in a lot of cases right now, I'm going to give the high road uh, about a month. (laughs) All right. After inauguration. Uh, And this is my prediction. So y'all want to y'all want my prediction for the new year? I'm going to give the high road a month. I think they are going to. So starting at 21 days. What was the 21st, which would be a Saturday. Okay, 21st. Y'all count it down from the 21st to 30 days out. 31 if you want. Let's say to the end of February. End of February. That's when that high high road's going to end. This is what I think is going to (laughs) happen. I mean, because, I mean, one of the things I can honestly think about when um, Obama took office. Yeah. One of the things that George Bush told him he says he basically told Obama he says I'm not going to publicly criticize you because you have earned the right of this job mm-hmm. okay what I do believe is I believe Obama is not going to go after Trump in a very negative way I think personally mm-hmm. in terms of a, vis- a visual appearance yeah I believe with these 
this high tech businesses that he's starting in the background because I think he, I think he's gonna have he's gonna have a communication network or something. Okay, that there will be surrogates out there mm-hmm. that will be going after the administration. Uh, Obama will be going through them to go after the administration. Wow. Okay. So okay. I don't. So that's how they're gonna give the impression of the high road. But uh, I think they're gonna go after him. But you know. Democratic Party got a whole lot of problems, man, because I know right now this brother Keith Ellison is trying to get the job and it ain't gonna work. I'm, I mean, I, I I ain't trying to I ain't trying to knock the brother down, but that's gonna be a tough road, man. Nancy Pelosi, man. I it's mean, gonna be a tough road. But Obama said, and I'm, I'm I'm trying to pull up the quote right now. Obama said he would win. Did oh you, yeah, yeah. I, I have I've read the headline, but I haven't I haven't heard the interview. He said if he would run today, he would have beaten him because he would have gotten the coalition. Yeah. He would have mobilized the coalition yeah. that and Hillary didn't get. Basically, now, what did you say? President, uh, President Barack Obama now, believes now, now he you, would win now, the election. I, I, I'm Hillary an Obama fan, for but, I, but I got to kind of say, man, that's just like that's, that's just like that's like barbershop talk right there. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know, yo, man, if if, if I was there. <laughs> you he said know? in the wake of the election yeah. and Trump winning, a lot of people have suggested that somehow it really was a fantasy. Obama said of his change slogan in 2008. But what I would argue is, is that the culture actually did shift that the majority does by the notion of one America that is tolerant and diverse and open and full of energy and, and, and dynamism, dynamism. Uh, I don't know if that's an Obama word or what. Uh, I am confident in this vision because I'm confident that if I had run again and articulated it, uh, which that's kind of you know that's kind of a slap at Hillary kind of. I think I would have mobilized a majority of the American people to really well, you know, the, the, the key, to rally behind the key it. is Tommy B. All he had to he do. He told David. Uh, this is a, a, pod, a podcast that David right, right. David Axelrod does. Yeah. No, what basically, all he had to do, yeah. and all Hillary had to do, yeah. Was to to to, make, to win one or two of those states. Yeah, I mean that's all really when you think about it. Yeah, you know she had to win. If she would have kept Wisconsin mm-hmm. and would have won um, um, one of the three states, Florida, Ohio, or Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. she she had a shot. Yeah. She had a shot. So, okay, you're a fan. And you know what? I, I respect, quite frankly. I'm a fan, but, you know, I don't like that comment because to me, it's, it, 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 you know, it sounds like it, it sounds like you're just talking trash right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Look, it's over. Yeah, it's over. You know? Yeah. And, 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 and quite honestly, I mean, yeah, you had have, you have some positive things. But remember, you had some negative things because you had to do a lot through, through um, executive orders. Yeah, yeah. And so, well, my my thing about maybe the whole situation, man, winning those states, if you, there had to be, and I I, I think we talked about this before. Um, you watched the Vice special on HBO. Have you had a chance to see it? Yeah, talks about the divisiveness. I don't think he under. I don't think he truly understands the visceral hatred. Yes. That swept the country during his administration. But but here's the thing. I think now part of it had to be. I think he's giving people more credit than 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 some of these yeah these people deserve. I don't want to call them by names. Yeah. but you know part of it had to be because of of course. And you and I have talked about this on we talked about it on the podcast. Part of it's race, but I think part of it, and this is where vice 
brings it up. And I keep bringing it up. Uh, when Obamacare, the divisiveness, the way Obamacare divided everything, man. Um, you know, you wanted it as a legacy, quite frankly. Yeah, eventually let's get to it. But coming off the financial just debacle at the end of the Bush administration, having to fix that, clean it up. I always thought the natural progression, man, should have been to, you know, try to get his, more, you know, get more people back to work sooner. You know, get the, well, he did you know, the stimulus package. He did, he did mean, eventually, I mean, but but keep in mind, he did, he did the shovel-ready jobs never really, really came to be the way that they that, right. that they indicated well, they okay. would. Okay, all right, I, I agree with you on that. But the so, problem was that the Congress and Senate was not going to invest in infrastructure shovel-ready type of jobs. Right, but but my point is, okay, Obamacare wasn't going to do that either. Right, but Obamacare was not about that. But that's what, that's kind of like it's the economy, but, stupid. Okay, I get that, again, because you're not going to talk about this, but the thing is, though. I still think it was, re- remember, I, I, though, I think he, that's st- with, he still... That's the albatross. He, he saved the auto industry before he did Obamacare. Yeah, he, but, but he, jobs, he get, jobs in the auto industry okay. limited to certain areas. Right, but again, when the economy is sucking, yeah. people are not buying. It's hard to create jobs when there's no demand and people are not buying. So right. it's kind of like a chicken and an egg. Thing. But I will, I will agree to this. Now, it's been a slow grow. But there has been, without 17, a doubt, over seventeen million jobs. Right, right. over oh, seventeen million. So that's not now, that's not the argument. Right, the argument right. is where you place the emphasis. Now, this is not about what's because this is one of the things that I argue. Well, with. now I will I will agree with you on this. Yeah, in that when you look at where the jobs were most vulnerable, that was needed. Yeah, there probably should have been a plan to attack those Rust Belt yes, areas. that's my point. They should have attacked Rust Belt the, and rural America. They should have attacked, attacked those those areas Yeah. Um, because that would have stopped the bleeding. Yes. That I don't believe if Obama ran today, those 200 counties that Hillary lost, I don't believe he would have won those full 200. Mm-hmm. He probably would have won 100 of them. Okay. If he would have put something in place, mm-hmm. because then those hundred counties would say, hey, he did help me out. Yeah. But see, there, there's a certain point, and, and this is where um, we may not ever come converge, okay? There's a certain point, okay, and I, I bring this up in comparison to Clinton, even though you don't, I don't agree with everything Clinton did, okay? But there's a certain ran point. Ran a horrible ass campaign, man. Huh? Ran a horrible ass. No, campaign. no, no. I mean, no, no, no. Bill. Bill. Oh yeah. Okay. Bill. Here's the thing. When doing? there's a certain point in the life of a president where you do things that you have to do that are kind of like signature things that everybody remembers. You right. know what I mean? At a point where you know it's kind of like if if um if if the if the if the country's sick. And you say, okay, I got to fix the country. Here, take the castor oil. Now, you know castor oil sucks. It, it, ain't, it ain't the thing that's going to fix delicious, it. It ain't delicious, right. Right. It ain't delicious, but you got to take it. Right. That kind of stuff is kind of like the stuff that leaders do that you got to do, but the country may not see it, love it, well, whatever. He, he did. But listen, hear me out. Just okay. hear me out. Okay, brother. There should have been one point where you do something 
that kind of has that cherry flavor to it. You know what I mean? It's the ice cream that makes it's kind of like that feel good moment. Okay. In 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 the administration, instead of saying, "Okay, we gone through all this, now we gotta keep taking the castor oil," it's kind of like you keep giving the country castor oil. Okay, they know it's good for them, but damn, it tastes it the, it sucks. <laughs> I hate the feel of it, taste of it, but it sucks. Okay, you gotta do something that makes you makes the people feel good somewhere in there, because though that's what people remember. And I don't know if there's a point. You tell me. Is there, I mean, after after we went through so much coming out of Bush, coming after 9-11, was there anything at that point that really fixed that was like that feel-good, positive momentum kind of thing? Because in my opinion, it's only my opinion, Obamacare kind of made it tough for that cherry that little Tylenol well, with the cherry in it yeah, to come I, I in hear what, I hear what you're saying. Because now I'm trying to give you the feel good, taste good. But damn, that Obamacare kept getting in the way. Well, you know, I, I, I believe that there were some forces that were just, that were just downright determined. Yeah, Not, McConnell was an asshole. I mean, I, I think there were some forces. And I think, um, I think one of President Obama's Faults, if I said he has, he had many faults. Yeah. I think one of the faults he had was that uh, he tried so hard early in the administration to reach across the aisle. Yeah, and I think by doing that, it just made things a little worse. Yeah, but he he didn't. He's not a. He's professorial. Well, he's not a. I mean, he's he, more like a professor. He's not a. Um, he's not a deal maker. Let's say the like way Clinton's L, a deal maker. Like LB, not, not like, like LG Clinton LBJ. won. Yeah, like <laughs> Lyndon Baines too. Johnson. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the fact is, he wasn't a deal maker, mm-hmm. and he probably needed someone in his organization. Yeah, uh, that was like that. I mean, one of the things is I can give Trump credit mm-hmm. by having Rance. Priebus as his chief of staff. Okay, that's going to really help him because Priebus and Paul Ryan are like best buds. Yeah, and Priebus knows the is being former RNC chair. He knows he knows those Republican guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're gonna see some you're gonna see some positive things out mm-hmm. of that. Now, I don't know if they're gonna be positive in terms of as, as it affect me, mm-hmm. but you will probably see a. A, a, a more collegial relationship. But let me let me ask you though, Rand, back to my question. Was there a point after Obamacare where there was a feel good moment? You know I mean where the country just well, yeah. outside of let's say bin Laden taking and, bin you know, Laden. Man, I, I, nah, come on now. Come on. Hold on, hold on Give it to me. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, you yeah. know, I, I can't even recall as a kid any feel good moment in terms of politics, man. Well, you know, I mean, I, I mean, really, I, I, I don't know any. I mean, you know, you know, if, if you're looking for that, that, well, not, not the, not the thing that the great deal, yeah, not, like the, the, great not the great deal, deal type of, of feel good moment. Yeah, I mean, the world has changed since then, mm-hmm. and um, again, the mess that he walked into mm-hmm. was so deep, okay, that you know, it's 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 like that athlete who's not flashy but does all the little things. Mm-hmm. And I think he he had to be more like that. He had mm-hmm. to be the guy to just go in and do these little things. And these little things over time, cumulative, have an impact. Let me ask you this question as you think about it, as you, you made that comment, okay? Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton. When you hear the name President Bill Clinton, now forget the controversy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think about? Forget the controversy. Okay, okay. But what do you think about? What comes to mind? You know, when Bill Clinton was in office, I think. What I, do most people say? What I hear most people say is that they're saying that the economy was booming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone was getting paid. Yep. Okay. That's what I hear more than anything else. And see, that's my point. Even though it wasn't a reality, that's what you hear. Because the way and midterm, well, not midterm, uh, right before the second term, which they got shellacked. He didn't have the majority. Right. He had to do a lot of compromise. Um, that second term, he made a lot of things happen. You had the dot-com boom, had a lot of things that were happening that gave people the illusion, even the housing bubble and all mm-hmm. that. A lot of that stuff gave people the feeling that they were on top of the world, okay? Um, now, on the other hand, well, I will say, they elevated that stuff. It, it was like the signature. Uh, it became uh, just kind of like uh, symbolic of his whole administration. And that's my only point about when you're in that kind of situation, you got to give people that injection because that goes back to it's the economy stupid with Bush, first Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, Reaganomics was not kind. Black folks, you ask black folks about Reagan, the Reagan years. You ain't going to hear a whole lot of positive come from black folks about Ronald Reagan. Herman Cain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, don't, Arm, he don't count Armstrong Williams <laughs> he doesn't count Okay, but you know the general back black population Reagan was not hey you know what I'm saying in yeah. the black community Reagan was not the guy you know Clinton became the guy right after Bush uh, but my whole point man you know I, I'm ex- extremely pr- proud of uh, the years that, that you know the Obama years Scandal free, man. Scandal free. Um, he did everything. Um, he did everything the right way. And even though he did do everything the right way, the only thing that lacked was that outside of, yeah, you got bin Laden, which was great. A lot of things happened, a lot of positive things. There should have been that. Well, Not yeah, necessarily. You know, it's just that well, you know, in, PR in, moment. Well, I was about to say marketing. Is, marketing. In marketing, PR. there's always a thing. Um, you don't buy the steak, you buy the sizzle. Right. And the sizzle moment. Yeah, he didn't. Um, I would. I would say that was, that was probably one of the things that he had, he was focused more on substance. Yeah. And I think what we're going to see now is we're going to see the reverse. Yeah, you are. And I think what you're going to see now is a lot of misdirection. Yeah. In other words, there's going to be a lot of hype, but to keep your eye and mind away from some of the other stuff that's yeah. really going to pay no be, attention it, to the man behind the curtain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're really going to screw you on this stuff. Right here. <laughs> I mean, I like what Eyes. I like what um, uh, Joy. Um, Morning Joy on MSNBC. She basically wrote an article saying, "Dear white people, you're you're getting screwed already." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you know, you know, you know. I was listening. I was in the car listening to an article. Yeah, and they were basically talking about, "Hey, uh, all you hillbillies out there um, who don't like um, uh, what's that Planned Parenthood?" Wow. Okay. All them, all them, all your little, your little daughters who are into black guys. You're gonna now. You're gonna have to start raising these interracial kids that that wow. that, that birth control was preventing. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> That's what they were saying. We're just saying. Okay, you asked for it. Now you're gonna get it. That's a spin I hadn't heard. Damn. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Let's do something else. What else man. you got? What else you got? What else? Man, let's talk about a year in sports, man. What's Google, up, year Google, in sports? Google. I mean, you know, this was right. this was a good year. LeBron James came home and right. and 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 basically uh, brought the, the the lovely city of Cleveland 
its first title since uh, the um, she, uh, the Browns in in '64, something yeah. like that. Beat beat Golden State. They beat which, Golden uh, State. Golden State. I was. Uh, I mean, I was a Golden State fan, but I got to give it to LeBron. You know, he he had his uh, he had a, a Michael moment or. Wilk Chamberlain moment where he just rose above everything and uh All right, we're gonna look at the top then Chicago ten moments. The Cubs. Cubs won. The Cubbies won. I mean, you know, yeah. no one thought that was ever gonna happen in that lifetime. All right, here we go. Uh Kaepernick. Kaepernick. And I'm scrolling down. You can see you can probably see these a little bit better. Yeah, Kaepernick. What is this? Uh Barack Obama trolls field? What is it? Uh something about the the, the uh, one of the one of the hockey guys said I'm not gonna show up. To, I don't want to go to the White House. Okay. And then you had uh, Ryan Ryan Lockie. The Olympics. Lies about being robbed by our man during the Rio Games. That was the top sports. But then then Simone Biles, the young young, uh, kid who was adopted by her grandparents. Yeah. uh, yeah. Shocked the world. Who is this? Ronaldo shows Euro 2016 for us showing. Was this like an international? Ronaldo is a soccer player, a big time soccer player. He threw a reporter's microphone. Yeah, he's a big time soccer player. Uh, Sportsman shines through on and off soccer. Okay, that's more. A lot of these just okay. Right. Let's see what this is. M- M- Major League Baseball retires after yeah. team tells his son isn't okay. welcome in the clubhouse. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, son was a bad boy. Something like. No, it wasn't a bad boy. You know, some of the other players did not. You know, felt a little uncomfortable. You know. Okay. The locker room is sanctuary. You know. So he quit. Yeah, he quit. Wow. So, you know. So Blue Jays season highlighted by beer cans. Punches being thrown. Right. Uh, Ronda Rousey lost. Ah, okay. You that's right. She lost. She got she knocked out. She lost, you know. And so that that's a big thing, man. And um, and then, uh, you know, then we had a, unfortunately, we had a, a lot of, Tiger can't come back. Tiger, you know. Yeah. Tiger had a tough year. Is and, Tiger coming back, man? I'm hearing he's. I mean, he's coming back, man. The, qu- the question is, is Tiger going to be Tiger? Yeah, you know, but tiger, you know how old is Tiger now? Tiger's in forties, man, and it's you know when you're in your forties and in the, in the aggressive golf that he plays, yeah, with a bad back, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's because of that. All uh, right, this is more international. We were looking at let's right, see. man. Let's so, go back and look at some top sports. No, Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl. He goes out on top. Wow, I forgot about that. Remember, he went out on top, man. You know that was that was big news. Uh, who's Bolt? Usain Bolt won won the gold medal again. Yeah, you know, steroid free. You know, so. <laughs> maybe. What's that? What's under that? Which one? Right here. Okay. You want to look at this yeah. one or which one? Let's look at this one. Right All right, let's look at this. Let's look at this. What we got right here, man? You know, calendar by the month. You know, what's happening? And then we had to. Let's do it. Yeah. No, that's a little bit too in depth, right there. Man. Yeah, that's too. In-depth. So I think we hit just about everything, right? right? Well, then, then you had the issue, um, a big issue that, that happened on college campuses, man. Um, sexual assault. Wow. Baylor University and some other some other places, man. Universities now are becoming much more uh, aggressive in the handling of sexual assault by by student athletes and mm. also by students in general. Yeah. Uh, I can remember when I was in college, man. We had in a sexual assault, and I I still remember this. A uh, young lady was sexually assaulted in a, in a fraternity house. Yeah. Reported it. Um, the university at the time was trying to coax her not to press charges because it would impact this young man's future. Wow. You know? Yeah, you heard that a lot. You heard yeah, that. yeah. And again, this was in the 80s, and that was, that mm. was, mm. and that, and that behavior still 
happens mm. because a lot of times what happens on campus, kind of like that saying, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the campuses now are realizing, no, that no. can't that can't happen. Well, they're hiring specific uh, counselors, know, counselors, but but even and more also than that, training. Title Nine, right? Diversity and inclusion folks are coming in, and they're really uh, paying more attention to right. what what women are saying when it comes down to sexual right, assault. Right. Before the university faculty gets involved. Right. So it's almost like a media area in there. Right. Now, Peyton Manning, you mentioned career ends in the weirdest way. He was accused of... Uh, Taking PEDs, performance take, enhancement drugs. Yeah, so... Um, but he won. And he retired a champion. Right. So and Durant chose the Warriors. Yeah. You know, what's funny is that uh, so people, people got on him about that. Yeah. But no one says... No one talks about that when a young man is picking his colleges and he picks a team to stack. Yeah. Yeah, I, quite frankly, I mean, I don't blame him. Look, dude, I don't blame him. LeBron did it. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, Le, I mean, it's kind of like in today's NBA, um, if you on the Philadelphia 76ers and you continue to lose, you want, I mean, and you're a great player, you don't want to end your career there. Right. So right. you move. I don't see anything yeah. wrong with the person. I don't either. I don't you know. Either. I'm, I'm, I, I have no problem. More power to you, man. Uh, Jose uh, Fernandez, of course, uh, killed in a boat crash. Um, Yes, government. That's just oh Villanova. Uh, they, ups, they upset North Carolina. Dude, oh, hit, dude yeah. hit the three point shot, man. Oh Ali dies. Man. Ali died. Yep. You know the real Olympic heroes, right? Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, we've just we've said those. Right? LeBron, yeah. and then the number one was the Cubs, according to this survey. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, man. Um, what else you uh, What else you got? Anything else sports wise? Uh, well, it happened. Started Super Bowl, man. Uh, Miss Beyonce with Lemonade. Yeah, she yeah. started. She yeah. started a dialogue. I mean, some people say a, con- a, a controversy. In my opinion, she started a dialogue, man. With what? Um, uh, about Black Power. Okay. You know, and in 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 reintroducing the Black Panthers to a whole generation of kids, man. Huh? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Through that, through what she did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious because I, I, because I, the fact is that she you know. because she wore the berets and all that types of kids were googling like who are the Black Panthers? Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, if if you know, I guess in different generations, right. man. Because I guess in my generation, it may have been probably more reintroduction when the movies were made. When you had you know people like uh, what's his name. Uh, God, what's his name? Him and his dad. Oh, and his the dad. Van Peoples? Yeah, the Van Peoples came and tried to make a movie and tried to do a couple of things. I mean, that's more of a reintroduction to me. I mean, good. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna poo poo that. What also yeah, too? It, it became. I'll a, take it. it. It also it became a it, her lemonade thing, this formation thing. Yeah. Also was infused in the racial dialogue we had with Black Lives Matter and yeah. all these other things. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. again, you know, all of a sudden now the Black Panthers are viewed it was a, as the KKK. Yeah, which yeah. was far from what they truly are. Okay, uh, what they truly were. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you know, then we had the, the rash of shootings, man. Yeah, that's true. Um, you had. Let's see how many shootings oh, we, man, we wound up with in 2016. Oh man, I mean, you know, um, it's just. So you want to say police shootings? Yeah, number of police shootings. Okay. So what we got? What's this I had, killed, killed by police? How many black how many black people have been killed by the police since? Oh man. What's the total? I think they had a totaled out. Wow. By month. 
Wow. Chicago, man. That, that, oh, that's this a, past weekend was ridiculous, man. The holiday weekend, please. just ridiculous. Okay, this is the one, the Washington Post database. It shows uh, 935, 930, whoa, 940. Right. In 2016. Wow. And... Um, I don't think I think they might do something. They they this is a good website if y'all ever want to go to it. Which one is this? Um, Washington Post, man. Just say what police shoot is Washington Post. Yeah, go it. to the Washington Post. It has an ongoing, like, what is it? Up to the minute. Yeah. Website. Yeah, it's it's updated. And um, and you can see by state, you can see by gender, you can see by race. Uh, let's see, we saw by race two twenty six. Right. White 440, Hispanic 156, right. other 88, unknown 81. That that totals out the see year. See what fleeing the scene looks like, man. <laughs> fleeing the scene. Fleeing in a car, 140. Not fleeing, 615. Yeah. Damn. That's a lot. Right. Mm. But it all see adds a body up. Cam. How many body cameras? Look at that. No. Not, no unknown. Was it? 805. 805 versus the total number being 940. Wow. See, but this is a serious sight, isn't it? Right. 505, gun, what is What's unarmed? What is that? 46 people shot and killed by police, match your filters. Uh, 46 unarmed. 46 too many. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah, this is a nice site. I mean, it's well, it's it's. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't like to, uh, to me. The content is not nice. Now look I, at look at. But I, we're gonna do this very by state. It's a very informative site. Go up, go up. Twenty six in Georgia. Yeah, ain't nothing nice. I'm just looking at uh, by Illinois because Chicago, man, it was tough. Well, a lot of the shooting in Chicago is not by the police. It's gang violence. As you can yeah. see there's 25 people shot by the police, but. But it's not police shootings. It's more black on black, right? Or it's or Hispanic gang. gang. Yeah. It's it's someone knows someone. Wow, that's deep, man. But uh, go go to the Washington Post. Uh, it's a fatal force site that allows you to see. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And you can see the 2015 database. You can compare year to year. Pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. What else you got, man? I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited. Uh, because I mean it's post holiday, I've not had a chance to go check it out. But uh, Fences is out now um, with um, Denzel, yeah, my, and Viola, my, my Viola on. Davis, yeah, Viola Davis. Yeah, my crew is going to see that, and uh, my uh, my crew went to see uh, Hidden Figures last night. Oh, what they think? They feedback. Loved they loved it. Loved it. Good. Pharrell is involved in that. He, yeah, he, he produced did. first uh, his first film. I mean, let, let, let's. You know, I hate when these guys tell me they produce. They didn't do Jack, man. He put I, money into it. That's what he put he money into. He invested money into it. He invested money into it. He did had, some of the soundtrack. He, he, he scored. He did some scoring. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. But still, his his money, the money he has behind that. Because so you got to keep in mind, Pharrell came from Nerd. That whole... I, I get that. Okay. I get that. His space was a big deal for him. So they interviewed him and it made sense because he's a nerdy guy. He's in the, you know, the space stuff. His investment was really kind of a labor of love. He put the money into it. Quite he frankly, is, those kind of movies don't get made. Right, right. Well, he, he's one of like nine producers. But he still yeah. put the money. Wait, 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 wait. And he, his, his put, profile raises it. Right, his profile raises it more than anything. In addition to the actresses. So, you know, right. I, I you know, I mean, I think Pharrell, man, based on the fact that if if Pharrell, you don't know him, his if his lack of involvement 
um, in, in if he had not been involved, if it had been getting been given the right. kind of profile it's been right. given. Well, because he's a big pro, he's a high profile guy across right. the board. Well, he, I know, even I know American, American, American Express has named him like creative director. So who's this? American Express. Name who? What about it? Pharrell, creative director. Oh, really? What mm. for? What? Oh, for for their uh, agency and card. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that, man, because yeah. he's crossing barriers. You know. I mean, you keep in mind. Okay, you got John Legend. When John Legend, because of the fact that John Legend really is a crossover artist, mm. when he gets involved in, uh, let's say he did what Underground. What was it? Underground is his is his show. Then yeah. he did. He really uh, did Selma. Then mm-hmm. he's done some smaller projects. Yeah, he and Common, I think they they collaborated on Selma. They they work with Oprah. Yep. When they get involved in, or even Oprah, when they get involved in, oh, it raises these the groundbreaking. Raises because it. if not, they get relegated to art house, and they never right elevate. Well, you know, and that's, I'm, I'm glad to see it. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I, I do see you hard, man. Come on, but. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, because, but because I, I know when they say producer. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, 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 it, I know what goes on behind this, but yeah, but it's to, money. But but to your credit, to your point, yeah, uh, his his involvement is critical. Yeah, it's just it is. like when I know my wife and I had a discussion this morning about the movie. Mm-hmm. She saw it. And she said that probably about 15 people in line, this was their second time seeing the movie. Wow. That's and, cool. And she said, she said what she liked about this movie, it wasn't the typical historical African-American civil rights movie when there's some form of violence. Mm-hmm. Said yeah. there was no violence in this movie. Yeah. This was this was about some young, about women, mm-hmm. not only black women, but there was some other women uh, in the movie. And that they basically defied stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And she said, "What's ironic is these stereotypes are still in place because when you start looking at STEM-related careers, yeah. what do you mostly see? Yeah, you see men. Yeah, you see men. You see men. Yeah. And so what? And so we were talking about. She said the thing is, and I agree with her mm-hmm. that we were because we, we saw um uh what's that one? A uh, Birth of a Nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw. And, I saw it too. And you know, many people were 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 were. were we're not separating the story from the creator. Right. And see, that's my point. Right. Think and, of and so, so what we're how sa- the creator mattered right, in whether or not people right. want to see it. And so, because we were saying that, hey, to that point, that yeah. these stories need to be created. They need to be done. Mm-hmm. Don't think about the creator. Think about yeah. the impact it's going to have. Because once you start focusing on the creator, yep. you are diminishing and you're making sure that story is not being told. That's true. That's so true, man. So I'm, I'm excited, man. I think that's uh, that's a great way uh, to start a new year uh, for young black girls who uh, have a, a dream of going well, also, into science. Also, too, young black men, too. And young black men. Yeah, but right. but I think in a, in, in a lot of cases, um, who knew that existed Right. At NASA. I, I had no idea. I had no clue. I had no idea. And uh, so, yeah. I mean, I was shocked at my, my college-age daughter after she saw the movie. Yeah. She went in Wikipedia, this thing, to learn more about these wow. the more about these women. I think she went on Amazon and and, and got it on her Kindle now, mm-hmm. the book. That's big. You it's know, a big deal. 
So that's yeah. a, that's a that's a positive thing right there. So. But fences, man. Um, the fact that Denzel is in it is yeah. going to elevate it. But I, I want to, and I'll, I'll say this in a joking manner. Uh, but uh, the movie Viola Davis deserves an Oscar already. You know why? Why? Nobody can snot on demand. <laughs> no oh. way do Have you seen it? No. You haven't seen the movie yet. I'm no. just talking about the scene where she's crying. Mm-mm. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. All right. When you YouTube it, because I can't I, YouTube that scene. Okay. Uh, the emotional scene between her and, and Denzel when she's crying. I'm like, that's real. She's a great actress. Man, bro. this lady is phenomenal. Remember she, I know that's gross, but. Remember she was in the movie The, the Help. Remember she. Uh, yeah. And then she has that TV show, uh, How to Get Away with Murder, man. Oh, she, yeah. She, she, she's, a, she's a phenomenal actress, man. And, but I'm not seeing um, the movie yet. I'm, we're supposed to go see it this week. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking uh, it's going it's gonna to get something, man. So, so movies, talk about movies for the year. What did you see this year? What did you see? Oh man! I anything, anything that stands out. Man, I can't. I have to. I, I can't really think of anything, man, because I, I haven't been to the movies in a while. You, have you? Had you seen Moonlight yet? I haven't seen Moonlight, man. Yeah, I well, saw the, Moonlight. The, 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 the guy who played the um, the the drug addict. I mean, the the pimp. Mm-hmm. He's in. He's in. Um, um, Hidden Figures. Michonne, okay, he's in that too. Yeah. Michonne, whatever. Because he's also in uh, Luke Cage. He's in Luke Cage, and also yeah. he's in. Um, uh, what's that? That other Netflix show, the political one. Um, oh, okay. Now, is it the documentary? Or? No, it's, it's a series on Netflix where um, hmm. Kevin Spacey plays. Um, ah, yeah, he's Frank in Underwood. House of Cards. Yeah, he's in that. Right? House of Cards. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Remy. That's his character's name in that. So yeah, so he's uh that brother's from Oakland. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's doing a lot, man. And um, yeah, more power to him. Um, I didn't see Creed. I saw Creed. Well, Creed came out. No, Creed came out a couple of years ago. You're talking about last year, then. Last year with Rocky, all that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was. Man, I'm trying to figure out what did I did see. Now, I saw Doctor Strange. I didn't see a whole lot. Probably more toward the end of the year. Moonlight. uh, And and I, you know, man, most of the stuff I had to catch Netflix after the fact. Yeah. Catch them online. Yeah. Um, I saw Magnificent Seven. Yeah. I did check that out. But what I do do, I will. Um, the African American movies. I have a policy that I will support them. Okay. I don't do bootleg. No, no, man. Um, and you know what? And I make sure that my ticket says yeah. whatever it is. You know the sad thing that I realized because we as a people keep talking about. You know, we we talk about they don't make enough movies for us, mm-hmm. but yet we still do this bootleg crap. You know what I realized, man? That more and more people are checking movies out real-time online. I'm talking about, it, it's funny, I was telling somebody I wanted to see Fences this week, mm-hmm. and they said, oh, yeah, I'm going to check it out online. I mean, just like Netflix. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? There these, you know, the sites mm-hmm. that are connected to the in Japanese, and mm-hmm. they're basically leaks of movies. Yeah, man. It's kind of like the old limelight. Well, oh, no, no, no. What was it? Not LimeWire. Yeah. All these, uh, you know, yeah. now they got they got viruses and what do we call them? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Malicious software. Oh, all like crazy on your computer. But people people actually streaming flicks I, like that. I, man, I I, I, I want to support these guys. I do I, too, man. Because I want these guys. I do too, I want man. these guys to make more movies, man. I mean, right now, uh, we, you know, 
we went through such a period when we did not have as many options. But you know, man, I'm, I'm here to tell you that that was probably one of the more surprising conversations I had. And and I was just casual conversation talking about, hey, we're going to check out the movie. Oh, we're going to see that online. It was like, yeah, that's the choice. Now, some movies are coming out where, um, you know, you've got almost like straight to video where it comes out on iTunes and it comes out. But this is like, now nah, we're going to bootleg. Well, there are some, the there game. are some movies that do have a relationship uh, where after a week or two after the movie's been released, yeah, yeah, it will go online. Yeah, it'll go to iTunes or yeah, pr- like primarily that, yeah. like iTunes, man. right? Yeah, right. But hey, man, uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, if you if you get a chance uh, and love your feedback, hidden what is it? Hidden um, figures, hidden figures. Yeah. Uh, if you have a chance, you go if you go see it, uh, email us. Uh, gp3rtt at gmail.com you can go to Facebook as well uh, look us up uh, what is it uh, gp3 homies you can uh, search it the, the uh, podcast site you could give us feedback there uh, either way uh, I'd love to hear what you think about uh, those flicks also what your top story was if you had a top, a top story uh, for 2016 what your top story was um, the biggest well I know what people are going to say man the celebrity death that had the most impact on 2016. What do you think? To me, it was Prince. Prince. Either Prince, they might say Prince or maybe Muhammad Ali, depending on the age. Yeah. I mean, um, for me, for me, those are the, I mean, those are the, uh, those are the two most significant ones for me, man. Prince and, and um, yeah. And, and Muhammad, Muhammad yeah. Ali. Right. Yeah. And and most of I think most people were probably preparing more so for Muhammad Ali because he was, you know, his health had not been good. Right, right, right. I mean, in the final months. Yeah, because when he final won, year because when he won the uh, gold medal in 1960, he was only like 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he that, died in what month? What month was it? Uh, he died in June. Yeah, because the I remember they had wanted him to do something in Rio, and he couldn't do it. Right. Because of his health, right, right. So you kind of knew that was, what he was, was approaching. What was interesting is that he, his funeral, mm-hmm. was one day before the Pulse shooting. For, for oh, wow, in in Orlando. In Orlando. Wow. It was the day before. Wow. And we didn't mention that. That was a big story. Yeah, that was a huge big story. Had so many, so many, uh, so many shootings, man. I don't even want to kind of relive that. But it yeah, was a tough yeah, year. Yeah, week, that, from that week a, to week. That was a tough year, man. How do you, how do you wrap it up, man? We're gonna come back and probably um, next Sunday. It's gonna be after the first. Right. Um, we're doing this on a Monday. Uh, how do you wrap up your year, man? What, what do you what do you say to the folks, man? What, do, what what's the ran? Uh, let's look back and look forward. I think, you know, it's one of those types of things is uh, take a moment, look back and reflect, learn from what you saw, mm-hmm. learn from what you feel and move forward. Be positive. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, um, don't don't spend too much time looking backwards. Yeah. True enough. Uh, uh, embrace the opportunities that that come your way. Don't think about all the opportunities. Just take advantage of what comes to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, uh, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Man, you know, I just want to um, thank our listeners for hanging in here with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, listening to three old guys. <laughs> just uh, Two. <laughs> we, we, two today. <laughs> you know, I, 
don't know. One uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> brother come in. Brother. Uh, his nickname ought to be Ghost. <laughs> like on Power. Ghost. We love him, man. He's, and, uh, you know. But yeah, I wanna I wanna thank the listeners for, for letting us uh come in and occupy, you know, an hour, an hour and a half of their time. Yeah, man. And um yeah. you know, letting letting us just do our thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, if it wasn't for them and their appreciation that they've shown to us, man, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing, man. That's true, man. You know, for me, man, here's here's the thing. Um, you know, I think uh this year, um twenty sixteen. Um, has has been um, man. It has been work. Not not just um, you know not from a standpoint of us doing the podcast. It's like a labor of love. But um, there's been so much stress. Um, this election, man, was just how do you say it? Grueling. Yeah. Probably yeah. one of the most in my lifetime. One of the most grueling things to observe, watch. And when we started doing this, man, to comment on, you know, if I had to look back and I think about something from the past, this was just draining. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was draining. uh, But also to what this election did do Mm -hmm. Um, it. um, It opened up some wounds that this country has has failed to deal with. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it will start us to really start having a substantive conversation about some of these things. Yeah, true. Because um, if we keep pushing it back under the mat again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're going to have this issue four to five years again. It's all going to come back up. It's all going to come back up. Yeah. yeah. And we got to start. We got to start talking about race mm-hmm. and we have to start talking about race in a way that moves us forward. Yeah, true. as opposed to dividing us. That's true. I agree. Now, in terms of going forward, you said something or made an observation, man. I think if I'm if I'm looking ahead and looking at 2017 as as something that is more of uh, an opportunity to do something and and give our audience an opportunity to get involved because a lot of them, if, if, if quite a few might even be connected because they went to school with us or know us is trying to do something about that Grove park area, man. I reached out to a guy, um, who is active. He's a, a an activist. Uh, I won't mention his name right now cause I am going to bring him on the show and he agreed to do it. Cool. He, he knows a lot of people in, 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 in city hall, in politics. city hall. But in addition to that, he knows people who are working hard in the Grove park area. And he, when, when I, I reached out to him and I told him about our podcast and the commentary and some mm-hmm. of the comments you made, as a matter of fact, I said, man, it looked like Aleppo. Your daughter said it looked like Aleppo. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that to him. I said, why does it look like Aleppo? And, and he said, man, funny you should mention that. And we had a probably about 20, 30 minute conversation. Um, and I invited him on. And, and I think, quite frankly, uh, Rand, that needs to be. Something, you know, because because quite quite frankly, politics and the Trump side of things ain't much we can do to impact that, man. It is what it is other than local. We have to make local every all politics well, are local. Well, right. You now, know, local is going to be more important than ever now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think our opportunity with our connection, man, just to say, maybe bring to light some things and have some conversations so that certain people hear what might be going on in those communities um, 
at least maybe bring them to right. light through right. this podcast. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know I, I, I know we, we got listeners from all over. All over. But, but, it, but it's, you know but, what? But, but here's the thing about that. Grove Park is systemic of many communities. Yes, it is. It's indicative of something that's going on everywhere. Right. And so it's an example. hopefully the conversation that we have will spur individuals out there to go to their communities, yep, wherever absolutely. that community is, yeah. and start a process of trying to make it better. Yeah, yeah. Because I can tell you, um, I have many fond memories of growing up in that community, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, going to school, et cetera. But to go back and to see the community almost as though it looks like it's been hit by a drone strike mm-hmm. yeah. um, and see... Uh, in a city like In a Atlanta. city like this... Who goes? But who has this famous quote of "We're too busy to hate." Yeah, you know this is a city about making progress and change. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's 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 put our mouth. Let's put our money where our mouth is. Yeah, and and it's only really one of many. Uh, I when when you mentioned it, and we started. I started. I went on online and started looking at some other communities. Uh, there there are a lot of folks who are looking at communities with vacant housing. You know, you've got houses that have burned down partially that are still right. partially standing. And what they did was, it's funny you mentioned a the drone. They used a drone uh, camera yeah, to can. fly over the community so you could get a... a, a kind of it, it, map it out. But you could get a, a, bird's, a, eye a, view. a, a bird's eye view of the communities. And it looked even worse because you could see... The pockets of... Yeah, the roofs caving in right. and how unkept it is, man. And, and I think, uh, you know, that's just something we can't, right. at least I think it has to and, be a situation where we I, have to I make think, some noise. I think there, I think there needs to be a partnership with, yeah. the, with the, 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 whoever's the, the, the holder of the land lease. Well, that's banks, deep too. The government, uh, communities, again, slumlords, slumlords. I mean, some, and some of them are owned by banks, Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. there needs to be something out there because again, we have too many homeless people out there mm-hmm. and yet we got vacant properties. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, and when we have the conversation uh, with this person, one of the things that will come up is there's a famous uh, or infamous slumlord uh, that owns tons of property. Uh, As a matter of fact, I think he may have spent some time in prison recently because of it. But um, a lot of what we see in those communities, um, right now a lot of those communities are basically uh, one or two people own the majority of those dilapidated houses so it's interesting man so i'm gonna wrap it up by saying you know looking back you know election was grueling looking forward man i think we got a good opportunity to do something like that and still continue to do our little frivolous uh that's right, that's right. <laughs> and meaningful com- that's right. meaningless conversations that's right it's a, my wife says sometimes what's that lark you all know that, that folly <laughs> hey man but man i appreciate um you know all the effort of everything man you, you put into this and, and same tut, to you too brother and tut man you know i would say to tut but since he ain't here so, you know. all right tut, i'll let you I, i'll give you some yeah, but uh, hey, man, uh, you know, again, folks, you can you can hit us up um, and, and, you know, you know, Rand, you mentioned it. You got people from all over. But, you know, I think people, everybody can relate because, you know, basically in a lot of cases, you know, it's relatable because people go through the same stuff. You know, right. GP3RTT at Gmail dot com. Go to Facebook. You can check us out. Go to SoundCloud. Uh, GP3 Homies from the Block. If you do a search. Uh, also, don't forget, give us a um 
give us uh, a five-star rating. That's right, baby. Five. And uh, you can also give us a call, leave us a voicemail, uh, 413-556-9546 if you want to. We had not been back, but we'll shoot some comments out there. Uh, we'll shoot a couple of uh, reminders that we are back. Uh, I'll let people know, and, and you go and check us out. Are we going to do one next week? We're going to do one next week? Oh, we're yeah. Gonna, we're going to try to do it? Yeah, do one next week. Man. All right, we'll be back, and uh, hopefully we'll have Tut in the house. And, you know, either way, we'll find out. We'll, we'll, we'll call. Maybe we'll just call him. Yeah. Call him live. <laughs> right, right. Call him live. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And, um, you know, this is our last one for 2016. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you in 2017. God Peace. bless. God bless. Peace. Peace.